Hello, everybody. I'm your man, the Marcus Harvey, and welcome back to the brilliant, most dynamic podcast in the land, Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. Yes, yes, yes. Appreciate that, young MH. I am Jawan Mass, the paranormal poppy, and this is our podcast from Discovery Plus. Y'all better not act like y'all forgot about the bad boy himself. It's me. He is I, Dalen Spratt. And how y'all doing? Man, it is so nice to be in the studio with y'all. Bruh, how is God treating y'all today? Hey, man, he's treating me well, but we need to ask the listeners, how's y'all day going? Oh, that's dope. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. You now listening to your favorite podcast, so you ain't got to worry about all them streets. All right, well, I'm going to tell you about this episode. Is this episode is global. We go to the Philippines, in fact. And we cover the urban legend that is Encanto. Wait, wait, wait. Encanto? You talking about like the Disney movie Encanto. that like every child is singing about right now? Encanto. Exactly, Mr. Spratt. I ain't got no kids, but... That you, that, that you claim. That you, we keep... We're, we're really trying to put my personal business out really there. Checking but nah, it's, uh, it's pronounced, but not spelled the same, you guys. You know, it's like a very eerie urban legend. They're usually negative, like mystical spirits that are said to have the ability to appear in human form. Oh, what? Mm, that's creepy. But so in Kanto, this urban legend is scary, but it's also so cool for us to get into as it's actually pretty personal to the guests we have on this week. Sapphire Sandalo. Y'all know her or you should know her. She's our Discovery Plus sister. She is on the show Ghost Town Terror. Sapphire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, that's right. What? Sapphire, we've always loved Sapphire, man. We yeah, go way yeah. back. Actually, Sapphire is when we one of our first type of appearances. I remember her. She still owe you that $20? She owed me $20. I'm going to talk to her about whoa, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> guys, Don't guys. put it out there on no, the no, street. No, no, I'm no. going to ask about that 20 <laughs> Here she is explaining a scary situation she found herself in. Check this out. This one happened pretty recently, and it was the thing that scared me the most. I was sleeping and I was having this very vivid dream that I was at my grandma's house. And then I, I walked into a room and all of a sudden it was no longer her house. It was this other place that I didn't recognize. And I was walking around and all of a sudden I, I got really scared and I looked down on the ground. Wait, and what? Wait, wait, what happened? Yeah, yeah what? <laughs> yeah, you just cut the story off in the good part. You a terrible DJ. No, that right there, my good friend, that's called a teaser. So you are like just bad DJ. That's what that's called. Interview. You know what I mean? I've got to now. Let's get into our urban legend of Encanto. So as we said earlier, it originates in Southeast Asia. It's country of the Philippines. And this goes way back centuries even, when the country was colonized by the Spanish. You see, Encanto is also known to come as elves or even sirens in other cultures. You know, people to this day still report coming in contact with these other creatures. Yep, and actually, they usually are in human form, and they age over time just like us, and even become ill and die. Creepy, man. Plus, in terms of their looks, well, they have been reported to come in many forms. But features that are key are blue eyes, golden hair, and fair skin. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's just Keisha from Southwest Atlanta. That sounds like white folks, ain't it? <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eyes, <laughs> fair skin. That's what it just sounds like. They're trying, to, they're trying to attract you. 
Now, if Encanto doesn't like you, you can definitely be in trouble as they are known to have a negative effect on your health. And that's crazy because we ain't trying to have no spirits just all up in your health. You try to get your blood pressure right. Oh, so that's oh. like the definition of you make me sick. Literally. Literally. <laughs> that's what Encanto is. <laughs> if you get on this bad side. 100%. Yep. Those that upset the Encanto have experienced a whole heap of problems, including an illness, and some people disappear all together. Like ooh, them. Ooh, all together. I mean, to make matters worse, you can't be cured by modern medicine if they make you ill. Can you imagine that? You got to go to a medicine doctor. You know, they also say that these Encanto things are like trapped in our world because they're believed to be lost souls and were once angels who disobeyed the word of God. So it sounds kind of like demonic to me almost. So they were like kicked down from heaven. Sounds like they kicked thrown out of heaven. down to the land. How you get kicked out of place? You don't even pay rent. I mean, some even fell into the river, the woods, or the trees. Encantos love to be surrounded by people. Much better than being in the river or lost in the woods or trees. Ugh. You remember that? You remember that? Uh, our interview with horror screenwriter Alan B. McElroy. You remember that? Yep. Yeah. Like all the creepiness that happens within trees and forests. Bro, how can I forget it, man? Like that was one of the most impactful interviews I've ever done in my life, man. I was scared to go outside in the weeds for about two and a half weeks. Bro, I told you. A lot of bad stuff happens in forests. Y'all didn't really want to rock with it. Ah, okay, 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 got you. I got you. But let's get back to the Encanto. And I'm going to leave you with this. Encanto are also capable of falling in love, but you should not accept. Otherwise, they will take your soul. Dun, dun, dun. Definitely Keisha from Southwest Atlanta. <laughs> She's snatching She's souls. She's snatching souls, man. So listeners, man, tell us about those paranormal experiences that shaped you. Do you know of any Encantos or anything similar? I'm saying, if so, we want your voice on our podcast. So go to ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Yes? Tell them where? Ghostbrotherspodcast.com. But now we have a listener submission. This comes all the way from Indiana. This is our girl Yolanda Monroe with an interesting story. Check it out. One day when I was at work, I had went to the bathroom. It's a little small personal bathroom behind a nurse's station. And in the tiling of the ceiling, it was pushed back. And it's a crawl space with a light on it. So as I sat down to do my business, I felt this heaviness come down the side of the wall next to me. And as it was going, I heard this sound like woom, 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 woom. And at the end of that, something blew in my ear. As I was sitting there, I felt like a heaviness in the air. So I politely got up and I left out that bathroom as fast as I could. <laughs> Yolanda, I have one question for you, though, and that is, did you wash your hands? I get it. You never know when that paranormal moment will hit you. But um, thank you so much for your story. We appreciate your submission. And for all our other listeners, if you have a story, you know what to do. Ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Please submit it. That's ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Thank you so much, Yolanda Monroe. We appreciate your submission. We got to go to a break, listeners. So listen, make sure you hold tight. Don't go anywhere. Because when we come back, we're going to have paranormal TV host and podcaster Sapphire Sandalo in a few.
Welcome, 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 welcome back, listeners. I'm excited to introduce you to this week's guest, Sapphire Sandalo. She is a TV host, an animator, a musician, and a podcaster all out in L.A. So, Sapphire, thank you so much for joining us. Like, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me. My name is Sapphire Sandalo. I have been obsessed with the paranormal my entire life. And now I have a paranormal podcast called Stories with Sapphire, where I share people's non-fictional paranormal experiences and also have people share them themselves. And I'm also on a Discovery Plus show called Ghost Town Terror. Uh, it's a six-episode series where me and Tim Wood investigate a ghost town in Anaconda and try to figure out what's going on there. That is amazing. I got a paranormal enthusiast and fellow <laughs> Discovery Plus talent, we should say. Yeah. Yeah. So we're actually talking about the urban legend Encanto. Is that something you're familiar with? Have you heard of it? Encantos, yeah. yes. So the way that I learned about it is because of a story that a uh, distant cousin of mine told me. Okay. It's wild, so buckle up. Okay, so I do want to give a a quick shout out to my Tita Soraya. Uh, She is no longer with us, but she was just as obsessed with ghost stories as I was, and she's the one who shared this story with me. This happened years ago, maybe in the 60s sometime. Uh, It took place in the Philippines in a very small town, and there was a family who had a baby prematurely, and because she was so little, they decided to name her Baby, which is a very common name in the Philippines. Um, And so when she grew up, uh, maybe four years old, she was being babysat by her older cousin. And her cousin realized that Baby was gone for several hours. And when she finally came back home, her cousin was like, hey, where you been? I've been looking for you. Are you okay? And Baby said, yeah, I'm fine. I was hanging out with Sven. And her cousin's like, who is Sven? Uh, You know, they knew everyone in their neighborhood, but didn't know anyone named Sven. And that was not, that's not a common Filipino name. And so Baby was like, well, Sven is my friend. And he took me in this machine that has this spinning top. And we were flying all over. And I could see all over the trees and the mountains. And her cousin thought, okay, you know, she's a little kid with an imagination. I'll just let this pass. But, right, you know, don't right, go right. just... Kind of wrote it, wrote it off as like child imagination. Exactly. As most people do. And then a couple days later, maybe, same thing happens. Baby disappears. And when she comes back home, her cousin's like, hey, I thought I told you not to go running off again. And baby was like, I was, no, I was safe. I was with Sven. He had these, these special clothes that helped us breathe underwater. And so we were swimming around in the ocean and I got to see all these really beautiful fish. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's getting weirder. And so her cousin's like, okay. <laughs> but again, you know, thinks, doesn't think too much of it. And then another couple of days pass by and baby and her cousin are walking down the street. And are you familiar with balete trees? No, I'm not actually. So, in the Philippines, there are these really big, massive trees called balete trees. Okay. And they have these like hanging branches. If you saw them, maybe it would look familiar to you. But they're really, really big and massive. And so Baby and her cousin were walking down the street that was lined with them. And uh, Baby stops, points at one of them and says, oh, that's where Sven lives. <laughs> and her cousin's in like... The tree. Well, Yes. Okay. <laughs> and her cousin's like, okay, how, how do you know that? 
And baby said, because Sven invited me one day, I got to meet his whole family. And there was this big snake that was painting these really beautiful golden designs on these plates. Yeah. And her cousin was like, wait, hang on a second. Like, Baby, this are is you like... on psychedelics? That's what she thought. Like... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, baby, what are you on? Yeah. And so because in the Philippines, there's a large Catholic population. And so she associated snakes with the devil. And so she decided that she needed to talk to baby's mom about what had been happening. Yeah. And baby's mom was like, Oh no, I'm pretty sure that what's been happening is baby has been hanging out with an encanto. And so an encanto in the Philippines is a magical being that can take the form of usually a person with like Caucasian features. So they're usually blonde, light-eyed, light-skinned, you know, not what you see in the Philippines often. And so the story goes that they will try to seduce you and get you to the point where you commit to them through marriage. And once you commit yourself to them, they show their true being and then they take your soul. <laughs> they take your So like, what was, what, was Finn courting said baby? Like what were you? Yes, he was grooming her. Yeah. It's so messed up. And so <laughs> once they figured that out, they were like, oh no, oh no, like we need to do something about this. So they went to priests. They had an exorcism on this tiny little four-year-old girl. Right. But after that, she didn't remember anything. She never spoke of Sven again, never brought him up again, didn't even remember any of the stories that she told. And so they thought that, okay, I guess like she's good now. Wow. That is that was a roller coaster. I'm not gonna lie. I really <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. But that's interesting. Like that's like that's like my first real story that I've heard about, you know, the Encanto or just even how it can actually take form and like what that process would essentially look like. So thank you for sharing that. When you were a child, what were some of the paranormal experiences that you encountered? And did you ever have any experiences with Encantos or? Me, no. Okay. Actually, when I was little, I, at least I don't think I had any paranormal experiences. But yeah, the par paranormal stuff actually only started happening to me in the last couple of years. Really? Not as a child. Yeah. Late bloomer <laughs> to the paranormal life. I know. I know. Yeah. I think it's because I, I had so many blocks, like because I was so afraid as a kid. And I really feel like I have been very protected my entire life. And so I think, I think all of my like guides and my ancestors are like, okay, let's protect Sapphire because yeah. she's too scared to experience this right now. So what, what do you think allowed you to be more open? Oh God. I mean, doing paranormal related content for sure. You know, at first it started off as like, I, this is just fun, but now it's become a a very serious part of my life where I am no longer as afraid as I used to be and I'm trying to embrace it and really experience as much as I can. Yeah. What's one of your most profound experiences? Oh, man. Well, this one happened pretty recently and it was the thing that scared me the most. I, let's see, I was sleeping and I was having this very vivid dream that I was at my grandma's house and then I, I walked into a room and all of a sudden, it was no longer her house. It was this other place that I didn't recognize. Mm -hmm. And I was walking around. And all of a sudden, I, I got really scared. And I looked down on the ground. 
And it looks like there's a woman face down on the ground and her long black hair is sort of just spilling out all over the floor. And then I remember thinking, oh, oh, I don't want to know what happened. Uh, Please don't show me what happened. Please don't show me what happened. Like those are the words that were like coming up for me. And then I'm trying to get out of this room, but I can't. And then I wake up and clear as day, I hear a woman's voice humming right in like right above me. And she's humming this melody. And it's not that I'm, I know for a fact I'm not still dreaming because I'm laying there awake. I feel my heart pounding and it's going on for a couple bars. Like she's humming for a while and I'm wearing an eye mask and I'm way too afraid to take it off and open my eyes because I don't want to see You don't know what you're going to see. Like you're you're like, exactly fear of what you may see. Exactly. Do you feel like you were experiencing like any like paralysis, like any level of like sleep paralysis? Like, could you move? I could move. Like okay. I, I could, but I just didn't want to because I was like, if whatever is here, I don't want it to know I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was wild. And so I, like after that happened, I messaged all of my friends, my psychics, my priestesses, everyone I knew who like would have a theory. And so I have kind of an idea of what it might be. I like some people think that the woman humming was actually one of my guides. Not necessarily, maybe not the woman in the dream, but one of my guys who was protecting me. Like just one of your personal spiritual guides, just. Yeah. Uh. Protecting me. But I was so afraid because this is the first time anything like that had ever happened to me. And so it felt really scary. Right. But what was really wild is that maybe a week or so later, I was having a very, another very vivid dream. And in the dream, I, all of a sudden, my dog comes up to me. And it's a dog who died last year. And I remember in the dream, I thought, oh, I'm I'm dreaming because Zisu was dead and I am petting him right now. So I'm in a dream. Yeah. And then I woke up and I heard that voice again, but instead it was it was like shorter and like a happier sounding melody. And I was like, whoa, that was weird. I don't really know what to make it that. My current theory is that maybe that voice is one of my guides and it sounded happier because I wasn't scared yeah <laughs> was that dream also at your grandmother's house no I, okay. I don't remember where that was yeah okay. do you find yourself having these paranormal occurrences like in the same place like is your grandma's house one of these places where like you may experience these things more frequently oh so i mean my cousins have had experiences at my grandma's house so i'm pretty sure there's there's something there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, for example, my entire life, there was this one room in my grandma's house that I was scared of. Don't know why. Never knew why. Never saw anything or experienced anything. I just got weird, weird vibes from this right. one room. And then I think it was maybe like last year, my cousin told me that when she was sleeping at our grandma's house, she was sleeping on the couch and you can see into the hallway when you're sleeping there. And she woke up in the middle of the night and her dog was barking towards that direction. And she said that she saw this like really tall, what kind of looked like a cloaked figure, like really tall, seven foot, just like gliding in the hallway and towards that room that I don't like. And I was like, whoa, I wonder if when I was little, I was picking up on something that I didn't realize I was. Yeah. And I told my sister about that. And she was like, Oh my God, I was always afraid of that room too. So like Isn't you, that weird? I mean, it seems like it's just kind of running in the family, right? Like you guys are kind of <laughs> having these 
supernatural <laughs> experiences and now learning each other, both of having them and just weren't talking about it. Like when I got started in the paranormal space, one of the most interesting things to me was like my family would then come to me and be like, yo, I was having these particular experiences and I just found it extremely weird that like now they're telling me because like, yeah, I guess they feel more comfortable. <laughs> You know, they know that somebody else is also having certain occurrences. So, like, I think you've just now allowed your family to just kind of share these things with you. And that's a beautiful moment. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, we, I grew up in an environment where we always shared ghost stories. That's the reason why I am obsessed with them. Is because my grandpa, yeah, my grandpa had all these really cool stories when he lived in the Philippines. And actually, I think that's why my (laughs) my grandparents' house might have some stuff Might have something going on. I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today, sharing with us your paranormal stories, your experiences, how kind of this has shaped you, and that interesting story on Encantos that was really dope. (laughs) I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. So before we go, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you, what new projects you have coming out, and anything you want them to know? Yeah, I am on all social media accounts. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Sapphire underscore Sindalo and my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Sapphire Sindalo. I have a bi-weekly podcast called Stories with Sapphire and that is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And I believe I believe that's all. And I mentioned Ghost Town Terror on <laughs> Discovery Plus. And paranormal caught on camera. Like you just and paranormal caught on camera. Sorry. You got a <laughs> lot going on. You can't be forgetting these. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Look forward to working with you again in the future. Yeah, me too. Man, she was dope. What an interesting person. I mean, with so many skills like that, animation, TV, podcasting, singing like me. Uh-huh, yeah. And she's a part of the Discovery Plus family too. What is there not to love? Man, listen, man, everything about her. That's what I like to call the total package. Which what y'all didn't hear in the interview was how much the recording would stop in the studio. It was almost like the spirits in here didn't want her to tell the story that she was sharing. Uh, it was weird. It was oddly, oddly weird. And it only happened while we were recording. The sound would just stop. I wonder why that was. That's kind of crazy. Like somebody, something was trying to stop her from telling her story. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really creepy. I mean, she even said it. Like she was like, "Yo, that that doesn't happen." But you know, it was great to get her take on the Encanto. To be honest, most definitely. All right, and into Encanto. Are you ready for the game? Look, man, I'm ready. I'm going to get a win on this one for sure. You got to get I mean, kind of like this season, guys. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready. I've been doing my Encanto research, so good luck. Visualize All right, guys. These. Are you guys ready? What does Encanto mean in Filipino? Love Panther. Okay, that's your answer? Love Panther. Coming I, I, from the I origin of Encan means love. Kanto oh, okay. means Panther. Okay. Okay. It's French. You're wrong. Because I literally the asked answer- for the Filipino. Oh, shit. Yep. The answer is fairy. You knew that? 
because you got that right. I don't ain't even no know way how that happened. Ain't no way. Ain't no, yeah. 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 Yeah, listen, I don't know what it meant. Oh, you watch. Okay. I did the interview with uh See, with Sapphire. I I'll tell y'all. Listen. Oh, 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 it's a setup now. <laughs> y'all running the doozy shop over here. <laughs> See what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, you just dropped them little funny dice. Huh? <laughs> they shake. Oh, so there's a tack. There's a take on the on the table. All right, man. Uh, we ain't talking. We ain't talking. I don't know what that man talking about, but Joanne, you do get a point. All right, here we go. Outside of harming people and generally being a scary force, what else do they love to do? This is a multiple choice question. Now, here's this is a multiple choice, right? Sleep, mm. party, mm. or eat. Mm. I'm gonna go with party. I'm gonna go with eat because no matter what species you are. You love a good meal. Well, if that was only the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Else could this thing Y'all be doing? I mean, <laughs> support a multiple choice. Y'all could have split that one, dog. <laughs> no, wrong. And you, Juwan, yes. They love to party. What? They like people. Oh, they want to party, they man. They want to have a good time. They already bro. passed. How you think they sleep? They want to have this a good time. I mean, golly, just Jeez. follow the context clues, please. Take it easy. Are you ready? This, this is getting bad. Oh, they don't eat, but they'll drink a forty. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They like to party. I mean, people have said they've regularly heard voices singing or laughing deep in the woods, and even if you can't see them, you can hear them partying clearly. <laughs> this is crazy, man. I don't know how you did not just catch that, bro. I mean, there have been multiple reports about this. All right, you ready for the next one? This is another multiple choice question. Okay. I'm going to make it easy for you guys because I see you struggling. Look at you. You look stressed. Dalen, dang. And what are you supposed to do if you see them and spot them getting their dance on? Cast mm-hmm. a spell, mm-hmm. run, mm-hmm. or ask permission to walk by? I'm going to go with C. Ask permission. To get on that ass I gotta go with C Congratulations guys You both the right So I won Shut up <laughs> <laughs> You get one answer You get right. one point I won. Hey listen man I set the bar really low <laughs> Very very low You were trying to win the game <laughs> Very very I get a point Very really low, behind This is terrible You were getting drugged But y'all both got a point Good job guys Alright guys Now for our last one I know we made in Kanto out to be all evil and stuff, but I mean, there's actually some wonderful and very, very nice stuff about it. So here's another answer that's multiple choice. What does the good in Kanto help humans with? A, in bringing dead humans back to life. B, find lost souls. Or C, can host your dinner parties and they can help you clean up afterwards. I'm gonna go with B, finding lost souls. Okay. What you gonna go with? I'm gonna go with B. He trying to copy me because he, he know a winner when he see one. <laughs> he know a winner when he see one. Go ahead, and tell me what that answer is, baby. All right, guys. Yes, you both are correct. With B, help find lost souls. Good job, and guys. And the winner is Jawan Mass. You win this round. Good job, buddy. Daylin, you are like over what? You, thank this you, whole thank season. You, thank you. I'm more of a math person. First out, I got to give an honor to God. <laughs> what? Ahead of my life. Uh, well, you know, time's up. You know, we ain't got to discuss all this winning and losing technicalities, ups and downs. We got other stuff, more important stuff to end this episode with. Ain't that right with Juwan? It seems that somebody's really bitter. However, we're going to let him have it. 
That's all we have for you today, family. Listeners, thank you so much. See you next week. Remember, if you want to hear your creepy story on this podcast, please record and send us a voice memo, you know, about a minute long, to ghostbrotherspodcast.com. That's ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Send us a voice memo under a minute, and I would love to hear your creepy story. Yeah, man, we want to hear your spooky, ghostly, or paranormal experiences. And also, don't forget to rate us five stars, because you already know. We don't get five stars, they might not break us back. And you don't want that in your conscience. You don't want that on your conscience. So go ahead and rate us five stars. Now, that's it for Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. Yeah, man, we'll see y'all next week. We shall see you next week. Peace. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is produced by Neon Hum Media for Discovery Plus. For Discovery Plus, our executive producer is Marissa Lucy. At Neon Hum, our executive producer is Shara Morris. Our lead producer is Crystal Genesis. Our associate producer is Chloe Chobel. Our production manager is Samantha Allison. Music by Asha Abanovich. Concept by Odelia Rubin and Shara Morris. Our engineers are Mark Bush and Lila Williams.